Shall we? We shall. We shall indeed. We shall. Let us begin. Attack commences in 60 seconds. Welcome to the Game On Oz podcast episode uh, 137. Michael Bevan. Michael Bevan? <laughs> it's an Aussie legend cricket player. Oh, oh I'm dead. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, top three things gamers need to hear this week. Fortnite disappeared. Mm. And it's back. And everyone lost their mind. Did they what? Did you know Aldi's releasing a gaming PC? I know now. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Aldi, as in Aldi. A-L-D-I. A-L-D-I. As in the German supermarket. As in, as in the Germans. Yes. The Germans are coming well, and they're selling us grapes. Uh, two and a half thousand classic MS-DOS games are now free to play. Ooh. We'll show you we can get that. Hey, really exciting interview tonight. We're going to be joined by the founder of Drop Bear Bites Games. Mm. Um, his name is Craig Ritchie. And they've got a brand new game out, which is set for release in 2021, but previewed at PAX, which is set in the Australian Outback. Mm. Right? He's going to join us oh, in minutes. Game on! Game on! It's game time! Excellent! Game on! Boy! Game on! Boy! It's game time! Excellent! Would it upset your Apple card if I moved to that mic? Yes. It would, would it? Yes, it would. Why? This thing is awful. Is it? Have a listen to that. Just put another set of headphones on. (sighs) You peanut? Isn't there another headphones around? These ones aren't plugged in. Oh, God. Oh, well, when your co-host is the diva... All right, when you're ready. How's that? Are they better? Oh, God, that's much better. Oh, you're welcome. Holy shitball. Uh, hello, my name's Pete. My name is Dan the Internet. Lovely. Thank you. And for the next hour, we're going to bang on about games because we bloody love gaming, Dan. Oh, Peter, there's one more thing we bloody love apart from bloody gaming. What is it, Pete? Oh, I just said it. Bloody gaming! Couldn't agree with you more. Yes! Good, sir. Hey, a couple of things tonight before we get to our first guest. Top three things on the way very soon. We'll have all the usuals. Do a check-in on GameOnOz.com, the Facebook page, the God Mode group, our communities, how they're coming together. We will have another Logitech G headset announced yes. for giveaway. Night Shepherd won last week, what mate. Was, what's tonight? Instagram, uh, is it? What? What's tonight's social following? I'll believe, it'll probably be Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we plucked from Twitter. We've done one from Twitch, Twitch, Insta, Instas. Yeah, let's do that. Um, and of course, uh, yeah, as I mentioned, top three things on the way. The big question on the way as well. We're still going to have to do that acapella. Actually, we did something new last week. So if you're saying to me, Pete, if you're this watching on Twitch right now mm. and you jump over to our Instagram page and like us, you're in with a shot. To yeah, because it's just from the community. Correct. That's what we do. We're going to randomly pick someone. We're going to randomly pick someone. Wow. Um, wow. Wow. <laughs> I want to invite along our next guest. Let's do it. Shall we get involved? We should. Let's we get shall. to him. Yes. Let's put him in a phone call. Hey, Pete. Good evening, Craig Ritchie. Hey, how's it going? Going very well. Dan is here also, and you are live on Twitch. Hello, Craig. Hey, Dan. Uh, now, Craig, before we do get stuck into this extraordinary chat, I do want to play 
the reveal trailer for the Twitch followers and viewers watching right now, because it will really give them a sense of the stuff that we want to talk to you about. It is extraordinary. Uh, ladies and gents, as I move things across to, let's have a look at that. That'll, yep, that'll do. Um, why is that showing that? No, bad, bad thing, bad. Sorry, just give us a sec there, mate. Just uh, Twitch. No just Twitch doing Twitch things. You know when Twitch does Twitch things? Yeah. Yeah, it does that bloody, sometimes. Bloody Twitch. Bloody Twitch. Let's see if that... No, that's not working. No, that's not doing that. No, that's not doing that. Why could also that be operator-driven. It's not operator-driven. <laughs> How could you say such a thing? Well... No, you know what? I'm going to go acapella. I'm going acapella. Oh, yeah? Yep. No, that's not working. I don't understand why it's doing that. I want it to do... Hey, there we go. I got it. <laughs> it was operator-driven. Yeah, no, it was operator-driven. <laughs> Come on, do you expect anything less? Yeah. All right. Our darling Twitch viewers, uh, please be for taking a look at the reveal trailer for Broken Roads. We were born on an island once called Australia. Some generations after the event that forever changed this landscape and reduced our cities our world, our people to dust. We struggle on in scattered communities. We few survivors who work this ravaged land. Life is hard for us in this broken world. Unthinkable choices are commonplace now, defining who we are, who we have to be. We survive. We must. lies ahead, somewhere at the end of these broken roads. Wowzers. Wowzers, right? Doesn't it look exciting? It looks beautiful. It looks so it looks beautiful. bloody good. Um, I mean, and this is, you know, there's still uh, a lot more to come just yet, but can we just say to you, Craig and your team, congratulations on what we've seen so far. It looks extraordinary. Awesome. Thank you very much. It's all still very pre-alpha. There's a lot of work to be done, a lot of polish, a lot of VFX still to implement lighting to get right. So I just kind of want to say, yep, it's uh, it's only going to get better. What you're seeing is about six months of work. And uh, thank you very much. You know, the team are going to be really stoked to hear that. Oh, you're very welcome. Now, speaking of your team, before we get into talking to you about, you know, where you guys are and a little bit more about the game, so on and so forth, we actually have somebody who's watching in our Twitch chat right now. His uh, tag is Demaclio. I'm going to say Demaclio, D-E-M-A-C-L-I-O. And he said, oh, hey, 
I worked on this game. So you've got uh, some of your studio people working, but that could be anyone because your team is from all over the world, aren't they? You've got writers yep. from Australia, South Africa, USA, Canada, China, uh, so on and so forth. They're everywhere. Mm. Yep. Yep. Pretty distributed. <laughs> you, uh, yeah. you guys yourselves uh, are a studio located in Torquay, Victoria. Now, tell us about Drop Bear Bites. Where have you come from? How did you come to be? Um, well, I mean, my background is I used to be with NVIDIA quite some time ago before um, joining CCP Games. I worked in a few of their studios around the world. They're also, you know, spread all over, including China and Iceland and the States. Um, and I worked on um, eValkyrie for them was the last project I did before my wife and I were relocated here about just under three years ago. Um, I did a couple projects since then, a couple indies, and then beginning of this year, um, someone I used to work with suggested, hey, you know, why don't you uh, give your own studio a try this year? And, uh, you know, I thought, okay, why not? And, yeah, Drop Bear Bites was born. Yeah. It's not just that easy, though, isn't it? Like, for somebody no. to go, why don't you give your own studio a, yeah. a, a go and then yeah, right. you, you to turn around and yeah, okay. Next day, you, you know, there you have a you have a team. You've got writers, you've got artists, you've got a studio, so on and so forth. How do you go from a moment of you should give it a shot to actually becoming a fully fledged studio like you are now? Okay. Um, well, I mean, it's it started off, you know, conceptualizing. I, I think I had a, a few ideas that I wanted to do something post-apocalyptic. Um, it wasn't originally set in Australia. It was originally set kind of nowhere in a. Uh, just sort of this this world that, that wasn't quite defined and then not too long after that I was like you know why <laughs> why don't I just make it in Australia um, it's where I live now and it's so good for this um, you know this type of content in this world and so what I did is I spoke to some industry connections because you know I, I do have the advantage of knowing a few people who know you know who know some people and, and some of them happen to be in, in Melbourne and they're, they're new artists and uh, writers and just you know a, a bunch of people from the local uh, game dev scene. So I got in touch with uh, an artist named Kirsten Evans, and I you know I had a look at her um, her work on ArtStation. I just thought like this is this is absolutely beautiful, um, and then found one particular portrait image, um, which was just like wow this this captures the style I'm going for that big sort of brushstroke painted look with the uh, a sort of a, a sadness in one of the characters' faces. I wish I could share the link with you now so you could mm. kind of see. Um, and I got hold of her and I said, that, you know, this is what I'm, I'm trying to do. Um, you know, could you draw a couple of concepts for me and, and sort of take it from there? At the same time, I um, was browsing a lot of the forums on, you know, on Reddit, sort of game dev classifieds, that kind of thing, just looking for people who were advertising either you know, to work for free or for rev share or, you know, you know, just sort of putting themselves out there. And I came across um, Amy Smith. You know, she's a, a really talented uh, voiceover artist. She's, you know, she wasn't working for free, but, she, you know, her rates were reasonable. And um, I sent her the image that Kirsten had drawn. And, I, you know, I, I wrote out a, um, a little bit of intro text. It's kind of similar to the voiceover in the um, trailer, which is also by Amy, by the way. Mm. Um, and I wanted to do sort of getting this two or three minute little bit of VO, which I set to some music uh, that a friend of mine made. Um, so that when I was interviewing people and sort of trying to express what the game's going to be like, I wanted to capture the, the mood and I wanted to capture the tone. Um, you know, something that's going to set us apart from the other, you know, the greats of the genre, like Fallout and Wasteland, you know, we were trying to do something quite specific. 
And with that, I, I started interviewing people, looking on Game Dev Classifieds, um, having a look around forums and um, you know, reaching out to my network and so on. And, and just slowly started building up a team, you know, of of uh, new, you know, some were newcomers that wanted to get involved in the industry. Um, others were, you know, already established or becoming more established. And the one interesting thing, which you, you know, you, if you are fans of um, CRPGs and you, you know the Shadowrun series, um, when I was looking for somebody to create the in-game props, I uh, went to various art channels and art forums and so on. And I posted an ad saying, hey, you know, I'm looking for a pixel artist or 2D artist, you know, let's, let's see what you got. And someone came back to me and he sent a whole bunch of images from the Shadowrun games um, by Hairbrain Schemes and, I, and said, you know, this is me and this is my uh, studio and we can do art like this in this style. And I was like, wow, like, you know, these are the guys that did the Shadowrun games and um, their rate is pretty reasonable. And when I investigated, uh, they didn't work on the games at all, but I found the studio that did uh, the name's Mighty Vertex, and they're based in China. So I contacted them, um, and their rate was even more reasonable than the people that were using their images to advertise their yeah. work. Uh, and yeah, and so um, ended up working with Mighty Vertex, um, and they've taken Kirsten's style, you know, really brilliantly uh, sort of interpreted that into the isometric style you see in the game. So it, it really just started, you know, with an idea, with a concept, and uh, I produced a very small number of scenes to sort of show, hey, this is what we're trying to do, um, and got enough sort of gameplay together and um, basically a proof of concept that, that I could put out there. And, you know, thankfully, together with my experience, the team that I put together, we managed to get um, a small amount of funding, uh, private investors, and, you know, get to the point where we were able to have a... Um, the pre-alpha demo at PAX and, and the trailer that we launched a couple of weeks ago. That, that's obviously the abbreviated version, but that's, uh, <laughs> that's how we got there. You know, never, never mind the, the, the late nights and the, you know, the crunch that we won't call crunch and all that kind of stuff to make the deadlines. Yep. Um, but yeah, that, that's the short of it. Uh, often a game like this, apart from the occasional you know, signpost or recognizable landmark or something like that, it looks like it can be set anywhere. But from the moment that I set my eyes on it, I felt Australia, I, and, awesome. and I don't know if that's the, the brushstroke artwork or um, the, the little nods to certain um, Australia things, like, you know, some mm. of the characters wearing Akubra hats and mm -hmm. um, some of that sort of stuff. But how did you guys go about a spe specifically achieving that, let's make sure this place feels like you're in Australia kind of vibe? Um, sure. Well, I mean, there's a couple of things I've got. Uh, you know, my lead artist and art director, she's Australian. Uh, my concept artist, uh, you know, sort of the, the main environment concept artist, uh, Amy Correa, she is based in Sydney. Um, and, you know, I think that they, they know what I'm after and, and they're able to bring that, that vision to life in terms of representing true Australia. Um, I spent a lot of time on Google Maps and Google Image Search, you know, sort of finding locations and, and, you know, sending images to the team. Um, more recently, I, I flew over to um, Westars. And I drove around for about three days. I took almost a thousand photos of just interesting locations. So everything you see is actually a real town. Some of the buildings are real buildings uh, that, yeah, that right. Amy uh, and Kirsten have put sort of a post-apocalyptic spin on. Um, yeah, so it's the map that you see, well, actually, you won't see it in, in the trailer, but it was in the PAX demo. Uh, the world map is based on actual locations in West Oz, and the, the routes and the roads are all um, you know, accurate with a, with a little dose of you know, creative license. 
Um, but that, that was it. Like I, I had to send a lot of images to Mighty Vertex, um, correct a few things, and you know make sure that the vehicles and, and so forth were actually what, what you might find, not just in Australia, but actually in Perth. You know, that the road coloring and the road markings were consistent with what you'd find in the wheat belt area. Um, so yeah, we, we definitely put a lot of effort into that. Well, that's cool. I, I gotta say too, I reckon there's a real opportunity in basing a game in Australia, because I think in a world market, looking at this game, I think there's still a real curiosity about Australia. Like this, mm, you know what I mean? Sure. Like you're almost um, uh, satisfying people's wants to know about more about Australia. Yeah. Mm. You know. No, I hope so. I hope so. Um, there's a, looking through this game and seeing some of the graphics and stuff, there's a graphic in particular that piqued my fancy and it's, it's <laughs> at the end of the trailer and as it sort of pans out and you see a few of the characters and it looks like they're at a roadhouse, there's a broken down old ute that's sitting yes. there colored red. And I, I mate, I swear to God, it looks like a Holden ute. Is it a Holden? <laughs> It is holdenute.png, so you're actually 100% correct. It is uh, <laughs> it, it, the, the file is a holdenute. The you know it's in our uh, conference, our knowledge base as a holdenute. It's uh, you know uh, it's it is a legally distinct but definitely representative of a holdenute. So do right. you like and and so okay, you mentioned that phrase just there at the end. So you did you do you are you guys sensitive about having to go to? Holden, for example, and knock on their door and saying, you know, we're, we're keen on featuring one or two of your youths or maybe the Commodore or something like that. Do, do you have to go about, how do you do something like that? Oh, I think that the, you know, the, the actual IP law is pretty strict. Uh, you have to be a pretty litigious company to want to go after someone. I think technically we're not allowed to use their products um, or any registered trademarks or, you know, anything that is too recognizable. Um, I, you know, I did get some legal consult before, just sort of like play it safe. And then over the next, say 18 months or so, I want to see who's willing to, um, you know, let us use their brands or at least let us use famous products or, you know, there are, there are products that are iconically Australian, you know, yeah. like I, I really, I really want to speak to Vegemite. So if anybody has a contact with Vegemite, tell them to, to, to get hold of us. Um, you know, just, just certain things like that where you you want to do it right. You don't want to be like two months before launch and somebody's saying, oh, you know, we, we, we either want royalties or, you know, you're profiting off our product. And yeah. uh, I, I just don't want to get in any situations like that. So No, and I, th I feel like, um, a lot you said, Craig, unless they're a litigious company, if you're sort of complimentary to the brand, mm. I think, and you do it the right way. I think they're all more than willing to be involved because mm. it's brand awareness, yeah. really. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping they have that attitude, and I hope there's minimal legal red tape. Um, you'll see at one point they run past a tanker, um, and there's a guy with orange pants and a white shirt. His name is Cole. I'd love to have <laughs> you know broken down Cole's sign, you know, yeah, yeah, like bolted to the side basically so just stuff like that would be really cool and it might not mean a hell of a lot to someone overseas but to the australian players it'll be like cool like all these wonderful little nods yeah you know? yes and there's there's so many exciting things that come to mind and already um there's a lot of people watching this at the moment and there's a lot of people in the chat and they're tossing things out there hoping that they'll see them in the game for example <laughs> they're saying things like emu export um, mm. maybe Ugg boots, uh, mm -hmm. you know, oh, absolutely. some of those sorts of things. Can I just, uh, just Definitely. going back to the Holden thing just quickly, how come Holden and not Ford? I'm a Ford fan. 
Um, I don't know. I think that to me, that was the first vehicle that you see there. That was the first vehicle that I requested Mighty Verdex make. Yeah. Um, simply because to me, that's, you know, I've only been here just, like I said, under three years. Yeah. That I, I see that everywhere. Like that to me is a very, very Australian vehicle. Yeah. You know? yeah. So you, yeah. you must have an incredible trust in your team to be able to guide you in the right direction in terms of making sure that this looks like Australia. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I rely on them. You know, obviously made a, a few friends uh, over the years down here in Torquay that make some great suggestions as well. Um, so yeah, like I, I have to trust them. I think they're they're also, you know, they're interested in in having the the best product representative of Australia as well. Um, and like I said, my my art director. Um, and concept artists, they're, they're, they're both Australian. So, 100%. Yeah. Um, one of the other things that, you know, people have noticed that whether it be feedback from um, having seen it at PAX or uh, uh, obviously watching the trailer as well is that the dialogue, quintessentially Australian, you know, there's a, mm. there's a scene there where you say you see the bartender go, G'day, Sean, couple of drongos been asking after <laughs> you. Like that, you know, that sort of stuff. I mean, that is so that is absolute spun gold, mate, and glad to see it make it in. But how important was it to make sure that you guys were dropping in Australian slang where you could? Oh, it, like, essential, you know. Um, I don't think there's any reason to to dumb that down or to water it down. You know, obviously I think if you go overboard, it begins to get yeah, a little yeah. bit cheesy, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was about finding a, a balance. Um, and like I said, we've got a range of, of writers from around the world, that, but in, including a few from, from here in Australia. Um, so yeah, it was, it was ultra important. You know, I wanted to be, I don't just want to say, oh, it's authentically Australian. Like it has to be, it has to get the reactions got from you. Not, or oh, like this was written by some South African guy who, I don't know, Googled Aussie slang and yeah, then chucked yeah. it in one places, you know. Um, so yeah, no, everything is is it definitely has to have um, the right, you know, the right kind of slang, the right moments with the right density to not feel kind of too on the nose or ham-fisted. It just reminds um, my br uh, sister, brother's wife is American I and mean, she lived here for a couple of years and she actually carried around a diary that she used to write in, um, <laughs> you know, Drongo and then write equals idiot or you know, yeah, like, yeah, you know, what I mean? yeah, and um. <laughs> You, you, you're probably in a great position, Craig, where you can sort of filter what is discernible to a international market and what is just taking the piss. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, um, mm. because you've got that, you, you know, you've been here three years, so you've got enough of a feel about it, but you can still go, I remember, with my sister-in-law, I remember saying to her that I caught an octopus, but I, I said it as Gigi and Oki. And yeah, okay. she okay. lost right. her brain. Yeah. She's like, what is that? <laughs> like she, I had to explain it to her in about 10 minutes what that meant, you know? Hmm. Have you ever gidged an Oki? Uh, I have gidged an Oki, but I've never said that collection of words in that order before. <laughs> no, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Walk on uh, Australia, mate. Far out. <laughs> hey, um, you said you did. Uh, you guys were at PAX. Um, yes. And yes. Uh, just an incredible showing there. How was it for you guys and for your brand? Just simply exposing people to broken roads and uh, drop bear bites in general. Oh, no, it was, it was amazing. You know, um, we were right in the center of the indie section of PAX Rising, facing the entrance. So everyone was sort of walking by and, you know, they spotted us or at least they, they could see the brand. They could see, you know, Broken Roads logo, the little drop bay logo. Um, a lot of people sort of stopping by or, I mean, I'm going to come back after I've, I don't know, seen Nintendo or whatever, whatever I'm actually here for. Um, but there'd be a few people that would walk by 
and they would just stop and they would come over and they would look at the trailer and then you know you could see that it had touched them like they they would they just kind of got it yeah. that old school um, yeah. CRPG player, you know, who, who likes this isometric style or, or, you know, just loves our art, for instance, um, that knows exactly what we're trying to do and just kind of got it. Like, yeah, yeah. oh, th this is like Baldur's Gate or the original Fallouts or, mm. you know, Planescape Torment and, um, but brought, you know, brought sort of to, for a contemporary gamer, sort of, you know, modern tech and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and, and those people we really connected with, um, you know, a lot drawn over by the art style. They weren't necessarily familiar with, um, you know, it's, it's basically a 20 year old genre that, that certain brands, uh, certain studios are still keeping alive. Um, but uh, so they'd be attracted by the art style and, and maybe you have to ask about this click around, you know, people's hands were going to WASD automatically. And, you know, that, that doesn't do anything in our game. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, but those few that, that just kind of got it, like, cool, like, you know, you, you're the people we're after. So it, it really was amazing. It was also awesome for um, some of the newcomers on the team who've, you know, they, they might not have worked on a commercial product or, you know, they might have attended a show before but never been a dev at a booth. So that was a fantastic experience for them as well. And, you know, to have somebody come up to you and say, like, you know, your art is, is beautiful. And, and yeah. you know, Kirsten, for instance, has worked on this for, for I don't know, nine months now. Uh, Tim Sunderland, he's our, um, you know, audio lead. He's our composer. He's also kind of wearing the hat of community manager right now. You know, for somebody to come up to him and just say, like, oh, you know, I love the music in your game. Like, imagine if, if, if you've just done this for the first time ever and somebody comes up to you and says hey like your art that thing that you made i really love it i think that's a, that, that was really awesome to see huge yeah, absolutely huge um mm. the historian uh chris who put you in touch with myself to get you on the podcast and has mm. been previewing and following the title broken roads i mean you mentioned things about um very much steeped in 90s gaming culture and and he mm. is called the historian in our crew for a reason <laughs> like he's a process <laughs> he knows his shit this is, this is very much something that everything that you said is pretty much what he's been telling us is that it gives awesome. him so many warm fuzzy feelings about nostalgia and the games he's played in previous years but with a really amazing modern twist to it as well um, one thing that, uh, and mate, we will wrap this up very soon cause we understand it's late where you are. So, uh, you know, and, uh, we'll leave you to it, but, um, it's been wonderful talking to you, but a couple of things before we let you go and we get to the sure. game on Australia, big question. Um, obviously delving into Australia, we have an incredibly rich indigenous culture. And yeah. so, um, does the game actually traverse indigenous culture in any particular way? And if it does, um, was it? interesting or tough actually navigating the respect around that uh look yes it does it's something that i take very very seriously i mean coming from south africa it's hard not to be sensitive yeah. to, to race relations and that kind of thing and you know i i'm entering a new place here with its with its own colonial history and its own history of you know racial issues to put it lightly um and i couldn't make a game that didn't you know, touch on Aboriginal culture or include Indigenous Australians one way or another. Mm. Um, this was, you know, from basically from when I decided, yep, this isn't going to just be in generic post-apocalyptic land. This is going to be here in Australia. Um, I reached out to a nearby Aboriginal cultural centre just up the road called Narana, um, and Anthony Hume, he's a, uh, an educator there, has been awesome. Uh, I've been speaking to him for over six months, just, you know, asking you know, I'll say stupid and in inverted commas questions 
um, which I think I get a little bit of a pass on for being South African. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he's been great. He's been, you know, teaching me things that I, I didn't know, the, the number of, um, you know, different languages and different people and different mobs. And he's also put me in touch with um, some elders and, you know, in particular, someone who, who's not officially on the project yet, so I don't mention them by name until they are, mm. uh, that is of the Noongar people in um, Perth. Amazing. Uh, and that extends through, you know, exactly where the game starts. Um, you know, I've also got a writer of Aboriginal descent involved, and I met some great people um, that, that were part of an Indigenous representation panel at PAX. Um, yeah, I mean, look, all I can say is I'm taking it very seriously. It's, it's not a game about indigenous australians it is a game that is about australia uh it handles it in you know i hope a respectful way um and and you know basically the support we've had and the reception we've had is great we had someone come to the booth introduce himself you know fourth generation um indigenous australian you know shaking the team's hand and, and really just you know thanking us like that was his word you know thank you for what you're doing and and, and the, you know the content you're including and and the nods that, that we're making. So, you know, that, that was quite a highlight moment. It's kind of a, a hair standing up and, you know, my hair stands yeah, up yeah. my arms and tell the story kind of a moment. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like I, I know, I was just going to quickly say, I, I know that doing something like this, I don't think you're going to take every step correctly. Uh, but I think that if, you know, if, if our game's big on morality as well and the morality of intent, and if I go out there with the intent to do it right, and I make a few stuff ups along the way. I, you know, hopefully people will will approach it all in good faith and understand that we have been trying to do our best here. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Uh, second last question. Um, another you know rich culture here in Australia. Is there going to be any footy represented in the game? <laughs> uh, I, I want there to be. There's already cricket. There's a there's a cricket pitch that you can see. Very good. Um, yes. Yep. And one of the characters, Mad, she's got a modded cricket bat with like barbed wire and, and um, you know, saw blades inside it. Uh, but no, we, we're going to have to do a, a lot of, you know, Aussie culture references and it wouldn't be complete without footy. Just tossing it out there. We're both mad Fremantle Football Club supporters. So, mm -hmm. you know, just putting that on your radar. No big deal. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, if it's post-apocalyptic, maybe it could be our um, uh, trophy cabinet. Finally. Maybe. With the Premiership Cup. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> or maybe the whole reason why we're in a post-apocalyptic setting is because we got fed up and lost straight. So we never bloody got one. Hey, uh, last question, mate, before we go. It's the question that mm. we uh, ask everybody. This is the Game on Australia big question uh, for you. <clears throat> Craig Ritchie from Drop Bear Bites, founder and game director and this extraordinary game that we're looking forward to, which will get a uh, rough idea on release because people are asking us in the chat. Uh, very soon. But what is your favorite part of the chicken? Uh, I reckon it's the drumstick. Ooh. It's good. It's juicy. It's tender. It's bite-sized. You can hold it in your hand. You can take it with you. Put it in your pocket. Drumstick all the way. Oh, my goodness. Oh, good answer. Great answer. What an answer. What an answer. One of the great. Uh, Craig, sensational. Thank you again so much for your time. Uh, we wish you all the very best, not just for Drop Bear Bites, but of course with the release for Broken Roads. We are so excited yes. for this. It looks absolutely oh, extraordinary yeah. and um, we can't wait. Uh, we noticed uh, 2021 is the year yep. that it's been popped up. Is that um, is it going to be late? Is it going to be early? Any rough ideas? Oh, look, I don't think it's going to be any earlier than 
you know, about 18 months from now, which would put it around April, or, you know, and we wouldn't want it to be any later than two years, which would put it October 2021, so somewhere in that range. Sensational. There's, there's a lot of work still to be done. Great. Craig, uh, we look forward to seeing the, the full release, mate. Keep us updated, please, right. won't you? Will do, and thanks very much for the opportunity to, uh, to come on the podcast oh, and talk. Thanks a lot, guys. Our pleasure. Good on you, Craig. All the best. Right on. Cheers, guys. See, See you, Craig. Bye-bye. Bye. What a ripper. Oh, what what a ripper. What a ripper, Dan. Honestly, like, I love that for so many reasons. It's always been on my radar in my life that I'd love to develop a game yeah. or be involved in that and to get that insight from him. And I think he, what Craig explained is very um, reflective of how business is now. Like, you, you, I know of a, a, in a different, obviously, um, genre, but um, I know of a guy who had a massive marketing company who completely dissolved the whole thing. And started a new company with just him, and he just outsources all his work because it's just easy to it's easy to do. Yeah, um, and he's got people on all all over the world doing little bits and pieces for him, and that to me sounds what similar to what Craig has set up there, um, and it allows him to I guess have a massive um, net of people contributing to this fantastic game. He's the man with the vision, obviously, and the and the um, and and organising it all. Mm. But it was just yeah. Fantastic. 100%. Mm. Uh, and it just leaves so much scope for what could this be in the future? You know, I mean, it doesn't have to just be what we see 18 months from now. Mm. As you mentioned, you know, will we see all the things that um, we'll be able to answer by the time we get around to actually seeing this game? Will we see Vegemite in the game? Yeah. If we do, what will it look like? What will it do? Yeah. Is it the sort of thing that gives you, you know, powers or um, restores health or something yeah. like that? Will there be... Uh, the Hills Hoist. Will yeah. there be Ford versus Holden DLC racing games for this? Will there be footies? Is the MCG going to be there somewhere in a post-apocalyptic show? Oh, my goodness. It's great. When, and when it looks that good at this stage of the game, pardon the pun, with 18 months to go, and the demo looks that good, you've got to be excited. 100%. Mm. Very excited. Um, shall we move? Because it's... We're going to go backwards. Right, to we've got to go backwards things. to go forwards and into the top three things that gamers need to hear. That's right. Fortnite disappeared. So, what the fuck happened there? Oh, my God. Like... I, you play this game. I play this game. Were you there for the event? No, I wasn't. I only um, heard about it, actually. I was at work. And I was like, so I went double checked. Like, so this, whoever the marketers and the brains are behind Fortnite, they are bloody smart people. It's intelligent. Now, we spoke now, about this regarding Overwatch, yeah. you know, and the way that they release their content and arc their story out. The game was only gone <coughs> for, for a day, mm. but I felt, as a person who plays it, a sense of, how dare they? Yeah. How dare they take away that game that I haven't paid one cent for, <laughs> haven't bought one battle pass. What's How be, dare they? What's been great is seeing the memes. Yeah, so yeah. all the people who faked up um, Epic Games Twitter accounts with tweeting, like uh, one that was dropped in our God Mode group yeah. um, that said uh, it was from Fortnite and Epic Games, and it basically said, um, thanks for the money, bitches. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's that, it, the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, that's right. <laughs> so um, bloody good. So, but when I went home yesterday, because uh, we're going to play it tonight, uh, season 11. But when I went home yesterday and tried to load it, it did its thing. And then it came back and said, it needs an update. Mm. 20 gig. Oh, Jesus Christ. And uh, I just left it. <sighs> let it update. And about three hours later, I was at about 25%. So I've got to, no. I'll You've probably be done now, hopefully. But the point being is that 
Uh, and I've I've seen the trailer. The trailer dropped last night. It mm. looks com- not it looks the same, but completely different. Which I I think is fantastic. Yeah. So the trailer is leaked. Um, it, essentially, by the looks of things, it's going to be Fortnite uh, Chapter Two, mm. um, Season Eleven. So they will continue on the seasons, yep. but uh, it will be a brand new chapter. Um, one thing that I am seeing is uh, that a lot of people who up until this point have been quite anti-Fortnite, mm. um, I'm seeing a bit of conversation of, wow, this looks cool. Why should yeah. maybe jump in? Because there's going to be a lot of new things. I mean, there's going to be boats. There's yeah, yeah, be yeah, yeah. New abilities to use, yeah. Um, yeah. so on and so forth. So um, there's, uh, it, it, look. It's, I mean, I, it's a ballsy uh, move. <laughs> I mean, that game. It's was ballsy. Still, was still growing. Yeah, at, oh, at, very much so. When they've gone, you know, start again. Yep. And it's going to be, it's going to upset people because, um, there's a whole bunch of people who, so for example, cause they muck with the guns all the time. So, um, one thing I've noticed in the last couple of seasons is that the gold guns have really become quite rare mm. and they're the ones that oh, I'm good with the gold guns cause I'm a shit player. Right. So I'm, it pulled me right back. Not that I was ever at the top of the pile, but it's put me right back to right in, back. in my place because yeah. when I had a gold gun, I actually could compete. But yeah. Now, right. And, and for a little while there, they were quite common. Yeah. And now they're, they're pretty rare again. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a shit player, even more so than before. Now, we haven't had a chance to check in with the chat very much tonight. So let's do a little update. Let's see who's in there. Uh, mm. Not Brody underscore bro. <laughs> G'day, bro. G'day, bro. Uh, he said, wait, have they done the winner? He's talking about the Logitech G headset. Oh, no, we no, have not. Yeah. We'll do that at the end of tonight's but stream. So about like us on minutes. Instagram. Like us on Instagram. Absolutely. Uh, so what have we got here? Um, a lot of people really enjoying that chat. So yeah, thank yeah, you very, very much. Yeah, but yeah. in particular, thank you to um, Craig Ritchie from Drop Bear Bites. Yeah. Uh, what Great an name too, star. by the way. Great yes. name. Um, Cap Navari's dropped in. Good to see you as always, mate. Uh, Night Shepherd said the curse of Fortnite is over. Someone tell Tracy Grimshaw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sensational. Absolutely. Fortnite sens- contra- controversy. Controversy. <laughs> You're getting your kids back. <laughs> yeah. I had a, I saw a few, uh, tweets actually, um, over the weekend from, uh, dad gamers oh, yeah. saying, my kids want to talk to me. I don't know what the fuck talking about. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Fortnite, where have you gone? Yeah. Come back. Yeah. Uh, oh, hello. Cap Navari's just gifted a sub. You oh, yeah, bloody beauty. legend. Thank you so much. Um, oh, nice. By the way, can we just do a quick plug for the website, Broken Roads Games? So, uh, hang on a sec. Let me just find that. Let's pop that back up again. Uh, Craig Ritchie's just reached back out. So... <clears throat> we'll see that. But yeah, to answer that question, um, we will have the giveaway a little bit later on in mm. the show. So uh, any chance you plug our website, www.brokenroadsgame.com or invite people to join our Discord server as well. Mm. Um, we will pop the Discord server up in a link um, just to help him out. Because, of course, we want people to join oh, the community. 100%. Sensational. 100%. Go, and, go and support him, guys. Yeah. Absolutely go and support him. Um, so... Fortnite went, Fortnite's back. Uh, I think we can all agree that they've actually done quite a good job of um, destroying their game and then relaunching it with a fresh map. I think they've done a really bloody good job. It's, you know, <clears throat> people are curious beings. So when that bloody little meteor thing, I remember, um, God, it would have been a year ago, and I actually went on our Facebook group, or page, I think, and I took a screen grab of cracks appearing in the atmosphere saying, what's going on? Not knowing oh, I wasn't very, very well versed in uh, what Fortnite was about there back then. And that was all leading to this moment that happened on the weekend. And for, so for 
almost 14, 15 months, it's been this curiosity about what the hell's going on. And then boom, it happens. <coughs> and um, like I said, it's only a day. It's only, mm. only down for a day, but it felt like forever. Yeah, absolutely. all of a sudden, it's been taken away from you. And now it's back. And you're like, wait, oh, yeah, they may have could have even dragged that out another couple of days, you know, but anyway. Who knows? We'll see what happens. <laughs> Kids might have lost their, might, there might, might have been Hong Kong-like protests about, <laughs> you know. Bring us back, Hong Kong! Don't you dare bloody mention Hong Kong. There's enough crap that's gone on oh, there already. Oh, I know. It's terrible, Do yeah. you know Blizzard actually um, ended up reinstating that player's prize money? Really? Yeah, because they got that much um, backlash from the community. Yeah, right. Uh, People power. Talk amongst yourself for a moment. Well, I'm going to apologise, everyone, if you've been hearing during Craig's uh, talk, uh, uh, my smoker's like cough. I've got this weird-ass thing that won't go away. When I, when I laugh, I sound like Muttley from, um, oh, God, Dastardly. There was an old cartoon back in the... Yeah, yeah Dastardly Mut Dog and... Muttley. Yeah, um, Muttley and... What was it the... Uh, Dastardly. It was the, the races. races. Yeah. Yeah. Someone, yeah, yeah, someone will tell us. I know on Twitch. Yep. That's It'll be the historian. He'll yeah. know. That's who I sound like. Oh, Craig's. Uh, Craig must be watching. Oh, he great. said it's Wacky Races. Wacky Races. Wacky Races. That's the one. Yeah. That's the one. Well done, Craig. Yes. And uh, yeah, I sound like Muttley. <laughs> Do that. Awful. <laughs> Awful thing. So anyway, um, what are you doing? I'm just responding to him. Oh, cool. Very good. Um, Have we moved on on Fortnite? Are we done with that? We're done with Fortnite. That's a pretty easy thing, isn't it? Mm. You know, it, it left. Everybody lost their mind for a little bit. It's back. Right. And I'm playing it tonight, so I'll report you next week how we went. I got on Friday night. My squad and I back to back wins. Oh, can back we to just back bloody... bloody wins, Peter! Wow wow wow, 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 wow! And I've worked out what my secret is. What's your secret? I wasn't too bad. Yeah, I've got to drink Jack Daniels and Coke when I play, <laughs> or what we call black rats. <laughs> Because they're so expensive, yeah. I don't buy them very often, but I had some left over from camping. So I had a couple and uh, I tell you what. Bloody good. Lifted my game. You little <laughs> legend. Unbelievable. Um, <coughs> God, how, how well do we, we, we sound? How are we going? Yeah. Uh, so second piece of news that gamers need to hear this week. Yep. Aldi. Yep. A-L-D-I. Yep. Is the Germans. Has released a gaming PC. Get, get your head around this. Get out. Yeah, no, get your head around this. So, um, <laughs> that's great. Oh my god! I it, like you know you know it's crazy, right? It, I don't know if they've done. So this is a special buys. How much? Saturday the nineteenth of October. So if you're listening so to this in podcast form, yeah, it'll be tomorrow. tomorrow yeah. I'll tell you the specs, and then you can see if you can have a guess, right? Intel Core i5 9400 processor. Mm -hmm. Uh, now some pretty good gear in there. MSI Mortar motherboard. Yeah. MSI NVIDIA GeForce RTX 2070 Aero. Yep. Um, a terabyte of hard disk drive, uh, optimized cooling system. So that'll just be fans. It won't be anything fancy. Windows 10 includes a mouse, um, high def audio, uh, network controller, gigabit LAN. Yep. Um, 16 gigabyte DDR4 RAM. Yep. Um, while stocks last, so it's a special buy, right? Mm -hmm. Have a guess how much? I I know, so I'm not going to guess. Oh, okay. Two grand. Two grand. Two grand. Now, can I just say, mm -hmm. thinking in terms of Aldi, yep. that seems steep. <laughs> no, no, no. So, well, no, it does. You're right. Right. So, Audi, yeah. when they do a special buy, yeah. you expect to go, 
this here, this gaming PC, I would expect to see it for less than a grand. I'd, yep. I'd see $999 on the price tag because it's a special buy. Because their branding over the time and the way that they have taught us essentially to yep. expect special buys is that you're going to get wowed yep. by something that we've basically dropped our pants on. Yeah. Now, there's two ways that we can look at this, right? One... It is a thing where a special buy, it looks like it's actually quite expensive, two grand for a gaming PC, or they've set it at that price, so gamers are actually taking them seriously. You know what I mean? Maybe it's a bit of both. Maybe it is a bit of both. You know, sometimes um, something's so cheap, you go, that can't be... That can't be can't be right. I'll give you an example. But uh, the thing is, you're talking about specs here. So if if you're running specs, those specs, that's, that's a good system. Yeah, but what you're saying is that you'd expect it. What would you expect at that in Audi? Let's say I told you that that computer, mm-hmm. without telling you the price at Audi, what would your first guess have been? I if and if you said to me you're going to buy it at Audi, yeah, and you gave me those specs because it's got the 2070 in there, it's got the RTX. Yeah. Um, I probably would have. I wouldn't say being two a grand. special buy. I wouldn't say two grand, no. but I probably would have been around about the 1200 mark. Yeah. If that's I'm right. honest, yeah. I know before I said 999, but that's knowing what the price is and yeah. what I'd expect of a special buys. Yep. But if I was having a guess, yep. I'd, I'd about the 1200 mark. And then the thing is, in your mind, it's this perception thing, right? Is it too cheap? So maybe that's what they've thought. Well, if we make it two grand, um, that's probably... It, and it, well, it sounds to me like it's an awesome bit of rig. 100%. You know, it's so, RTX 2070 graphics card. Yeah, yeah. Here's one thing that says to me that they are targeting gamers though, yeah. right? On the actual um, page itself, when you go to the audi.com.au website and you go to the special buys for Saturday, 19th of October, um, on the actual picture, in a big black circle, mm. it says RTX 2070 graphics card. They've mm. highlighted that. You know, they're not going to be highlighting that for your average grocery buyer who might no. stumble upon it. You know, they're clearly targeting gamers with that. Yeah. My, you know my, what I mean? My my mum and dad aren't going, what's this? In- <laughs> you know what what like, is yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. Gaming yeah, PC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. Well, that's good. Um, Cap Navari says in the chat, coming from a person that used to work at a PC store, there is very little margin in this gear. Yeah. As staff, I would only get 5 to 10% discount on the main gear. CPU, GPU. Yeah, that's true. That's very like true, that. actually. Yeah. Um, he goes, I'm not shocked. It's not stupid cheap. Yeah. Um, Cap Navari, if that was cost price for that sort of spec, if you could drop in the chat what you'd what that'd be cost you know nothing. what i mean i mean are they making absolutely nothing there are they dropping their pants a little bit there if it was recommended retail price and you went to a, a like a retailer or a reseller or something like that would you be spending two and a half grand to get it no one's safe are they from Audi? <coughs> absolutely no. not they're bloody you could be selling them. condoms and audi will come and get you showing <laughs> uh now dan yes i'm going to gameonals.com are you? Yes. Great. This is our website. I'm going there for this one. Yep. A brand new relaunch website, actually. God, doesn't it look Thank good. you, Jacob. Thank you, Jacob. Lord Mantle. Does it look good? It looks great, mate. I'm just going to... Oh, we need to update our photos, though, Peter. Yeah, no, I know we do. That's my fault. That's my fault. No, that's no, my fault. No, it's your fault. No, it's your fault. No, it's your fault. No, it's your fault. No, it's my fault. Um, hang on a second. I'm getting there. Oh, no, it wasn't there. <coughs> it was on Kotaku. Oh, so you're going to another uh, uh, excellent I'm going gaming to website. <laughs> Did Alex write it? Uh, nah, Alex didn't write it. Oh, what? I know. For anyone who doesn't know who Alex is, he is a fantastic games journalist based here in Australia. Alex Walker Alex from Walker. Kotaku. Legend. What the hell is that? It's weird. 
So 2,500 classic MS-DOS games are now free ah, to play. Yes, this is not item number three. Wrap your head around this. Remember, the Internet Archive is useful for more than just seeing how embarrassing your old Kotaku posts were. <laughs> ah, good, good gear. Yeah, good gear. Yeah, yeah. It's also home to a ton of classic PC games, and 2,500 new ones have just been added to the site's catalogue. Internet Archive. There's obviously a load of crap among that number, but there are also some damn fine games, including mm. like... Alone in the Dark, the PC port of the original Wipeout, Great. Night Trap, Microsoft Flight Simulator. My oh my God, God, that's an excellent game. Yes. I remember playing that. Loom, International Sensible Soccer, The oh. Elder Scrolls Red Guard, Cannon Fodder, B-17 Flying Fortress Descent, and the first two Ultima Underworld games. Oh, sweet. That's some good stuff, and it's all free to play right on the site. No download needed. You just head to where they've linked, click on a game and get started. It runs through DOSBox right in the browser. And that's come via CNET. So, Internet Archive, if you want to check that out, 2,500 DOS games to get up your clacker. Oh, my God. Like I'm now, now that footy season's over, I'm struggling to find stuff to look at at lunchtime. Not anymore, dear. Not anymore, dear. Woo! I'll play Microsoft Flight tomorrow. <coughs> that was a great game, actually. I'll play that tomorrow. Boom. Yeah, that's boom. My, that's my lunch break right there. Um, awesome. Hey. Mm. People are asking us about merch. Are they? Yeah, they are. It's funny they say that because I've put no thought to it. <laughs> <laughs> but I will. <coughs> uh, what what kind on. of merch? Coffee mugs? T-shirts? Uh, well, um, Skittles is asking. Menthonzo's like shirts, we're sure. Adski wants a stubby holder. That'd be right oh, up. stubby holders. God, right. wouldn't that be right up our to alley? Hold, to hold the black rat as I'm uh, dominating yes. in Fortnite. I mean, honestly. Um, sell locks of Dan hair, Dan's hair. <laughs> Uh, bumper stickers. They want bumper stickers. That's a great idea. We could put bumper stickers with game on. Yeah. Um, Captain Navari says, MSI, probably 1600 to 1800 at a shot in the dark guess, okay. including bulk discount. Might do a better rundown on Discord later. Okay. Um, <coughs> excuse me. So Bob. they're making 400 bucks a unit based on that? I guess so. Yeah, if that's a rough estimate. Yeah. yeah on average. Mm. Corner Flag Game says he loves a good stubby holder. Maybe it's stubby holders. Maybe. Maybe. They're always handy. They are always handy. They people. are, aren't they? You, you can know, never I've have enough stubby holders. I've got a stubby holder made of wetsuit material, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's attached to a glove. So, like, you actually put the glove on. Oh, my God. And the stubby holder is sewn to it. So that you, is fantastic. Yeah, it's great. So it's like a, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Marjorie. Uh, Oh, fantastic. <sighs> well, well, let's put that on the to-do's. Actually, next week, Pete and I are going to go out and have a, a meeting and talk shit. And that's that's maybe agenda item number one. Oh, right God. There. How good is talking shit? Yeah, I love talking, talking shit. Talking shit's great. That's what, we're that's what we've been doing here for three years, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, now, uh, a quick update on a few things. So, God Mode Group is up to 1,827 members. Oh, my God. Um, the so good. The Facebook page is coming along. 4136 members. Uh, <coughs> oh, excuse me. Um, just checking into the tweets. The tweets for the Game in Australia community currently running hot at 612 followers. Thank you very much, you legends. And, and Instagram is Instagram. 800 and... Uh, is getting fair up, yeah. 897. <coughs> Almost 900. Almost 900. Boom. What, did we lose a few? <laughs> <laughs> uh, gotcha. <laughs> and we've had a few until they jump on board. Get a load of that. Very good. Hmm. Okay, hang on a sec. There's a request there. No. I just noticed my wife follows Game On, so she, she can't win. No, she can't win. That, well, that'd be a waste of headset, a good headset on yeah. her. <laughs> Absolutely, 100%, mate. So you're going to play her games. <laughs> Actually, you know what she'd do? 
She'd patch into you so she could tell you to get off the goddamn game. <laughs> no, she wouldn't even know how to patch in, mate. Oh, that's rough. Well, no. It's not Hello, really Squid. Yeah, Squid. Hello, Hi, Squiddy. Squid. Um, are we getting over to big question? We've got to do it well, real quick. Let's, we are. Let's, are we doing it? Is this, we how did we do, do it last time? We had acapella. Did we? It, yeah. Wasn't there something else that we did? Yeah, we, I think we did a whole bunch of stuff. Did we? I can't remember. Um, a week's a long time in gaming. I'm just trying to remember if we did like a... What's that? No. Oh, no, we did a new one. Yeah, we did we a new did one. We did a new one. I just can't remember what it I was. I can't remember what it was either. No, it wasn't question, that one. Big no. question. Big question. Big question. Big, big, big question. It's a big question. It's a big question. Can we do that? Yeah, right. Okay, right, right. Big question, big question, big question. Big, big, big. It's a big question, it's a big question, it's a big question. It's a big question, it's a big question, it's a big question. It's a big question. Yes. Yeah, that'll do. Oh my god. Now, I'm we'll a, work on that, but that's quite good. I've got a big question, Pete, because I don't know what's happened here. The Facebook what? post has disappeared, but it's still appeared, it's still there on, on Insta. Are you but, joking? No, I'm not. I can't find them. You might be able to find them on Facebook. But the big question from <coughs> last week was, as she contributed to by one of our Twitch followers, thank you very much, what's the one thing you haven't done in a game you wish you had? It was Bloody Spanish Flea. That's what it was, yes. Was it this? Yeah, it was. Was it? It's a big, big question. Yeah, it was. It is the big, big, big question. It is the big, big, big question. It is the big, 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 It's a big question. That's right. That's right. But now we just got two more. Oh, God, no. That was courtesy. Where is he? Where's he gone? Buddy, these, I'll tell you what. Oh, God. Thank God for our community. Thank God for, thank our God for our community. We'd be cooked. It was We'd Mid-Fonzo. Cooked, mate. It was Mid-Fonzo. Thanks, He's obviously <laughs> very right. excited to make sure that we oh, did that. Oh, you legend. Oh, gee whiz. Yeah, so nice. what's the one thing you haven't done in a game you wish you had? Mine was a... Um, <clears throat> I, actually, I sort of misanswered the question. Mine was uh, about um, having a confidence meter in sporting games. A classic example, I'm playing Ashes Cricket at the moment, mm. and it's just a grind. Like, cricket's all about confidence. If you're batting well, you're seeing the ball well. Yep. But one over of um, uh, dot balls, and you start, <coughs> your confidence dies a bit. And it, that's a game that needs a confidence meter. Well, the one picture I did use was Trevor in GTA 5 outside of a strip club. Yeah, 100%. Knowing full well that everyone that's ever played GTA 5 has been to a strip club. That was the joke about it. Um. You any comments? We've got two comments. Well, I've got two comments on Insta. <laughs> <laughs> Who won the headphones? And someone went, oh. And someone's done the question, the puzzled emoji. I have no idea where the Facebook post went. I don't know. Where'd the bloody Facebook post go? So unless people on Twitch maybe can remember what they wrote, we might have to uh, carry it over. Bull does. God, how good does the new Goa logo look on these pictures? It really does. It really does look good. It really does. Oh, it looks good. But I'm pissed off because that was a good question. That was a bloody banger. So do we roll it over for next week? What yeah, do you think? yeah, I think so. And I'll do it again. <sighs> God, I'll go and I'll go and um, restore the picture out of my trash bin on my computer, mm. put it back in there, and goes. You know what? Maybe Facebook did it. Maybe they. Why would Facebook have done? Because it? they might have seen the uh, picture of GTA Five and gone, hmm, copyright. No, bull dust. Oh, mate. 
I don't trust Facebook as far as I could throw them. They're cooked. Metaphorically. They're, cooked. they're absolutely cooked. They are cooked. That's Zuckerberg, mate. Zuckerberg! Hey, I'd just like to give our community a heads up, by the way. NBN has reached out to us. And... I have a meeting with them next week. Do you? Yeah. What would that meeting pertain to, Peter? But, but it could be sponsorship. Well, that puts us in an awkward position. Yeah, because we've been taking... Um, we've spent the last three years pretty much. Yeah. Taking it personally that the NBN is not where it should be. So, um, just want to <laughs> let you guys know, there's a good chance we may sell out. <laughs> Very good chance. <laughs> and we may come back next week or a week down the track sponsored by NBN. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, it'll be less Malcolm and more Malcolm. <laughs> so we just need you to, we're just getting you guys ready, okay? There's a good chance that that's not oh going God, to happen. That's hilarious. There's a bloody good chance well, it's yeah, not going to happen. That's right. She might be berating you. Um, but look, let's be 100% honest with you guys. And that is the fact that uh, if we make money with this, that means that we can do epic shit for the community. Yeah. And Christ Almighty, if the NBN want to toss some dollars at us, and it, and it means that we can do some wicked shit for you guys. Please, sir, can I have some more? Can I have some more dollars, please? <laughs> yeah. Blue Streak 81's like, fat chance. <laughs> no, it's a good chance. God. <laughs> oh, my God. No, Skittles will have to get like a like a nice emote made of Malcolm. Salty Wounds is like, NBN hats on. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it just shows where we stand morally. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, yeah. we, we 100% will sell out. Yeah. Yeah, just like lock it in. <laughs> we will always call a spade a spade, and we do not polish turds unless those turds have money in them. <laughs> <laughs> and we ro roll the turds in glitter oh, and spray God. it in silver. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, can you talk about free fiber to the premises for all subs slash foolers? Oh, that's a bloody great idea. That's a bloody great that idea. Is a great idea. Corner flag games like what no I would shilling. give for fiber to the premise. Absolutely. My uh, friend did it, and it's epic. Yes. It's a wonderful thing. It's epic. Um, all right, so you're going to carry that big question over? We'll carry over to next week. I'm sorry, about everyone. Um, honestly, I don't know what Facebook did with those that post, but we'll, we'll, right, we'll find out. We'll find out. Dan. Oh, is it time? It's time. All right, just as a decide, will I make the shot, hey? <laughs> will I make the shot? Bloody made Champ Chong, Champ Chong, I'm coming for him. Yeah, I told him. I spoke to him today. Did you? Yeah, yeah I caught up with him on the so phone. So we're gonna play. We're gonna play horse, but we're gonna spell out game on. Great idea. That's a wonderful. I won't idea. make a game on Australia because it's too long. But game on. So we will be uh, catching up with Champ Chong again. He loves us. Yeah. We love him. We love him. We love all gamers. Actually, I'm taking him to the basketball on Friday. Oh, sweet. Yeah. And then we're going to go watch That's the basketball. an excellent experience. The NBL in Australia is an excellent uh, viewing experience. It is wonderful, especially here in Perth. Correct. I might hold his hand. We'll see. <laughs> Got it. Boom. That's G. Right. G. <laughs> the winner of this week's Logitech headset is... <clears throat> I am Craterface. Hey! Great name. Great name. Great name. Well Just done. Great I name. am Craterface. Great name. Uh, well done to I am Craterface. Thank you so much <laughs> for being a part of our community. So we'll reach out. We'll reach out with a big stick. And, and, a, on, and, a, and a headset. And a headset. On the end of that stick will be a headset.
that'd be like beautiful. You are, I am crazy. A beautiful headset. Look at these. Look at these guys. Look at these bloody. These bloody are all, legends. Are they all saying thanks again? They're all saying oh, congratulations. congratulations. Fantastic. They're all saying congratulations. They are so good. I mean, why are you people so nice? Why? I bloody love it. And just quietly, you know, as people know, our day jobs are radio, and I manage the social media for my radio station, and mm. it's not the same. No, it's, no. People can be quite nasty. Toxic. Toxic. Yep. And I think sometimes in life, you just got to acknowledge that, you know, good on you. Congratulations. 100%. It's lovely. 100%. Old Man Thumbs is saying congrats. I know for a fact Old Man Thumbs came here because he thought he may win the headset tonight. Yes, that's right. And you know what? He didn't. He's still saying congratulations. And there's always next week. Yep. Brody38's gone, damn boy. And I know that means he's happy for yes, it. Yes, absolutely. Or it could be, damn boy. <laughs> but still, it's, it's, <sighs> it's tinged with a uh, sense of congratulations to... 100%. Uh, creative face. 100%. There's, there's 742 followers currently on our Twitch channel. Fantastic. Right? And we've said this before. Ninja's got like 18 million. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I can guarantee you, each and every 742 of ours yeah. are bloody legends. 100%. 100%. 100%. He's got 18 million flogs watching him. <laughs> we got 742 Except legends. 742 that might also follow Ninja. Yeah, absolutely. You guys are not flogs. <laughs> I'd rather have 742 legends than 18 million flogs, Dan. I'll tell you now. Shall we bugger off? <laughs> we should. All right. Thanks for watching. Hey, who's taking over the stream tonight? Is it... Uh, Nico, or is it Menthonzo? I think Menthonzo had a belter stream last night. Yeah, really? He had a couple of subs. What did he play? Uh, don't know. Wasn't watching. Neither <laughs> <laughs> was I. I was playing indoor cricket. I was in bed. Yeah, well, you work. You've got early. What time do you get in here? Four. Four. No, no I get in here at five, but I'm up by four. Yeah, so that's that's ridiculous. Breakfast radio. Um, please stay up to date with uh, all of our shit, please. Social media and all that sort of gear. Guys, get along and go and check out Drop Bear Bites oh, on their yeah. website. Uh, go and check out Broken Roads. Go to their website, Google it. Um, you'll find all of the links to all of their social media and uh, their Discord channel as well. Join the Discord. Make sure you keep yourselves up to date with how they're tracking along and get ready for that release in 2021. And a yeah. big thank you to Craig Ritchie from Drop Bear Bites as well, the founder and game director for the company. What an absolute legend. Yep. Pumped for him. Congratulations yep. again to I Am Craterface. Logitech sent us a shit ton of these headsets. So we're going to have plenty more mm. to give away. We'll do another one next Wednesday night. We're going to hand it over to Menfonzo now. He's getting stuck into more Bioshock, I believe. I think that's what I saw in the chat. Have a bloody wonderful evening. Great weekend, you gaming legends. And as we always say, Danny boy, don't forget to bloody save, especially when the island blows up. Bang!